Perspective now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 562nd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-host. We've got the wonderful, as always, I don't actually know who goes first in this situation, Basket? Say hi, Basket. Woo! Okay. uh, (laughs) Hey, guys. Woo. Didn't even follow instructions. Yeah, and and welcome also to Seth Vilo, uh, as always, Yeet. the Lord of the land. The Lord is here. F- uh, be not, be not afraid. And as and welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And today is definitely a trading card game. I am very excited. Oh, heck yeah dude i'm so excited i i have been playing so much this week it's real bad you're welcome yeah i i don't know that it was your fault specifically that did this it's definitely just been something that i've like in the back of my mind i've been wanting to play again for the longest time because like i used to play back like i said on the show previously like between the years of like 2016 to 2018 i played yeah um yeah n- nothing super competitively because i was a poor college student so i wasn't playing top tier anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i wasn't playing anything so anything like super competitive like my favorite deck was tapu coco gx oh you were one of those guys yep that's a weird one uh, because it was so cheap <laughs> my favorite thing is I, I don't think he listens to the show anymore but uh we used to so there was a listener of the show that i met we met through the show but we were both in columbus at the same time together and uh, we would go to league, and one day our leagues are not like standard. We're not like standard leagues. Um, I've learned. Oh, <laughs> because I've learned standard. Okay, le- I've learned that standard leagues, like you go and you just like play a small like tournament. Mm-hmm. I did not know that because our league, we would just get together and we'd legit just start matching up against each other and just play Pokemon. There's kind of a I, some leagues do some, some leagues do the other. I'm yeah. in a couple, and it, it, there's more casual ones like the one that you're talking about, and then there's other ones that it's a mini tournament every night. Yeah, so this one was definitely yeah. So this one was very laid back, and so one night we decided we were going to have a tournament, and the league was pretty small. There were only like eight of us, maybe that would show up. That's to not it. bad. Yeah, and I mean compared to what I'm seeing here, oh my gosh, the leagues I've gone to have something like. Uh, one night we actually had enough players to do five rounds of Swiss. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So like, that's, that's the size of leagues that I'm seeing here. Like we're talking like 14 to 16 people and there were like eight. And so we're just like, oh, we're going to do a cute little, you know, best of best of one tournament here. And, uh, the guy that I would go to league with who listened to the show, uh, Beaverla, he, he would like run Volcanion, uh, EX, which was big (laughs) at the time. That was like, they were like three big decks if i recall at the time that like essentially rotated because of weakness uh <laughs> yep and so he was playing volcanian and i mean it's obviously a very good deck and he, he was a very confident player and he would uh and so i just remember because i'm playing tapu coco gx because i'm broke <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> because i'm broke and so i was playing i was playing tapu coco gx I'm just like, yeah, I'm probably going to lose this matchup. But he had like, oh, t- he had, he bricked so hard oh, no. that I ended up winning the whole tournament. 
because I was in the final. That oh. was the finals match. <laughs> oh, he picked so, no. And so I go, yeah, that's right. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then he never listened to Puckle again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm the best. I just beat you with uh, Tapu Koko GX. I think we know what the better deck is. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. So uh, that's one of my favorite memories from back then. But man, yeah. So like, it's always been in the back of my head. Like now that like I have a real job and stuff like that, like maybe I could go and play, you know, and have some fun playing TCG again. And uh, then it would, it would, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you're the fault, Seth. I would just say you're the catalyst. And no, no. Think of me as, think of me as the Mentos to your diet Coke. You had that potential within you all along. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what's worse? You want to know how many Lost Origins booster boxes I've opened so far? Oh no! Is it more than two? No, it's two. It's exactly two. Uh, okay, it's exactly two. You and I are on the same playing field. Then, did you pull anything good? Uh, well, so uh, not from a. So we. I also. I'm really awful. I. We, so I get two elite trainer boxes. I get the Pokemon Center version, and I get like the in store version. Because okay, so you are worse than me. <laughs> okay. uh, because well, because sometimes sometimes the Pokemon Center version has like differences. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Some cool ones, actually. Yeah, occasionally. And it's not consistent, which is very frustrating, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not like the Brilliant Stars one had like a had a bunch of differences. And then the uh, the uh, Pokemon Jesus, Go. Jesus, Brilliant Stars dice were ugly. Go on. The, well, the but the Pokemon Go one was really nice. It actually had like the metal dice and stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, oh, boy, we should just like use this uh like i just want more metal dice and so i was like maybe fingers crossed we'll get metals dice out of the lost origins one and the answer is no absolutely no um Aww. it's just the same dice you get in the standard one that's interesting i've been tcging for a while but i always buy um the singles because as you should um, if i don't i'm gonna lose all of my money for the rest of my life <laughs> by far the more intelligent way to do it yeah absolutely you know you should just buy singles because i so I, to be fair i did make my money back on literally nice. everything yeah because i did pull so there's uh in the lost origin set there's this really nice alt art aerodactyl and I, oh. I'm assuming there was a buyout uh, this past week of it oh. because the price skyrocketed to like hundred and seventy dollars. Wow. Uh, so we did pull that, and so like it made a lot. It made a lot of the money back from everything we spent. The problem was like by then I had already ordered a lot of the singles I needed. <laughs> it's still hundred and fifty dollars right now. Oh my gosh. It's a very cool art though. I will give them that. No, it is a really cool art. Uh, it, it's it's like the Machamp. That came out of uh, Astral yeah. Radiance. The Altar Machamp. Exactly. <laughs> People pick one fighting type V and they're like, this is it. This is the one <laughs> that is we're the- going to buy out. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, like there, there is an argument that like maybe one day Aerodactyl V can be a card. No. Um, that's usable, but like, I, it's probably not happening. No. Uh, it's definitely, I think it's more playable than the Machamp. Maybe. Uh, but that, it may, the, the, yes, a hard maybe. Uh, a very hard maybe. But yeah, I, yeah. So I did pretty well with in terms of that. No, Basket does it the smart man way, where he goes, "These are the cards I want," and he does that because I think out of the booster boxes, the number of cards I pull that I'm actually going to use is uh, right very low. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I did pull that like I will probably use, like I pulled stuff for like we'll talk about it later, but like the Clefairy deck and the Finneon deck, I pulled everything I need for that, and it, I like doing it because then you end up getting enough trainers for everything you need. Yeah. When you pop the booster box, because, like, you're just like, oh, I'll just get the trainers I need instead of buying them single Or you could buy them for, like, 15 cents each. Okay, Basket. Basket, stop. Exactly. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Stop making us feel bad. It's the convenience factor of having them all in one box. <laughs> they will be shipped to you in one box. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. The basket, stop hurting you him. You know that? <laughs> stop it. You're hurting him. <laughs> Y'all know that meme where it's like they they hated him because he spoke the truth. <laughs> Shut up. Yes. <laughs> Basket's absolutely right. Like, you know, if you want to play the game, just go buy the card singleton. Uh, the only the only time it is better, I think, to buy, like, any actual product is the new V battle decks. Because... Those are pretty good, yeah. Those are actually a pretty good value. Like, in terms of the single pricing versus what's in there, you usually get your money's worth. You just get most of a Mew deck here in a little bit. Well, yeah, the Mew deck, the Mew deck one is going to be... Yeah, I, I buy a lot of the uh, the battle decks actually because that that's honestly how I get a lot of uh, um like I'll check out what they have on the back and I'll be like oh dang that's like a seven dollar card or whatever yep. there's like three of them in here mm-hmm. or something like that and then I'll um yeah uh I'll buy them that way absolutely um because it actually I mean there is something to be said about going and like picking out something like physically in like a toy store. <laughs> It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. So I'll go there and I'll look at those. Um, and I'll get, I'll typically get like my trainers and stuff from there. Yeah. It, it's, it was, uh, I, I mean, I like going to local game stores and just like buying them from local game stores when I can support your local economy. Yes. Well, the, the, the only problem I have with it is like sometimes they just won't have what I need. Right. Like, yeah. I went, so like when I sold the Aerodactyl this week, I still hadn't bought the Zoark pieces for the Zoark deck. And I was like, yeah, so I, I have like one Hisuian Zoroark V that we pulled from an elite trainer box and I've got, mm. uh, and that, and so I'm like, I need, I need three Zoroark Vs and four Zoroark V stars. Right. I'm like, I, I know that's a big ask. Just tell me if you got them. And so they went and they're just like, all we got is three and three. <laughs> I was like, oh God, wow. I'm like, I'm like, I'm missing a V star to be fair. I think in more, more of the newer, newer in quotes, like after the week is developed, <laughs> uh, deck lists they're like they're typically only running three v star so i'm probably good to go but it's definitely been an experience <laughs> definitely been an experience i don't know uh you guys been up to anything fun other than listening to thatch tell you about him opening pokemon cards go ahead seth i need to think about this <laughs> yeah sure i've just been i am hitting the tournament circuit hard this this season you have been so the first one i'm going to is peoria at the end of the month and yes. I'll report back with how badly I do. Just run Dialga. Uh, no, not again, please. Not until Zacian V-Star comes out. Then I might do it again. But up until then, no siree. Is that coming out in the uh, in the one thing? Uh, In the one thing. The next set, I presume. The November one? Yeah, in Silver Tempest. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's coming. I was hoping it would come out in Lost, but no. Uh, But I've just been doing a lot of that practicing up for those tournaments i was in a couple online tournaments this week i'm in like three more over the next week or so and uh just trying to get reps in for that for the most part yeah i i mean i'm gonna hop in some tournaments with you this week heck yeah so i i'm very excited i just like playing and it gives me i don't know the, the thing that like i can play online with spectacular uh ability uh, but then, like, I get in my head a lot. I have, like, real bad imposter syndrome about being a Pokemon TCG player. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, because, like, I, I, all the time I just, like, well, these guys are probably more serious about it than me. And then, 
I had this epiphany like the other day where I'm just like, no, I've been playing a lot of PTCGO and I'm like, I'm thinking about the number of hours. I'm like, oh, I'm putting in like, you know, two, three hours a day on average. Uh huh. Accidentally. Yeah. I'm like, I'm probably in like top tier, <laughs> like top, top 10%, top 10% or something in terms of like practice. Top percentage, if you will. Yeah. I used to actually shake when I would like go to tournaments and I would be like, right. Trying to like play my cards and I'd be like, oh my God. Uh huh. Uh <laughs> like physically shake. That's why I like what I was going to league was honestly just so I could go and get used to playing with physical cards so that I wouldn't feel like an imposter the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> because Seth can vouch like when we were at NAIC, I was like very concerned about being able to shuffle. <laughs> yeah. And I and because like you, you feel bad. You you'd lost that muscle memory, that's for sure. Yeah, and so I was like, Oh god, I need to shuffle, I need to shuffle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a big part of the uh of the shaking for me was like, yeah, you don't want to hold anybody up, right? Yeah, exactly. It's because you have empathy no. and you're a human. They'll look at you and be like, Bro, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, what about you, Basket? Anything anything good going? So I thought about it and the answer is no. i've been i've been i've been working for like the past two months because um i know i uh, I know uh, (laughs) so everybody um decided that uh in the night crew decided that they were going to quit so it's been me and this one other guy for uh two months Uh, and the first month um the owners they closed at 2 p.m which is when our ship normally starts uh, Mondays and Tuesdays for yeah. the first month. And then after that, they're like, no, we got to open up Mondays and Tuesdays. So now it's seven days a week for your boy. Fun. Um, and I'm having a, I'm having a blast about it. Uh, I imagine, uh, I get so much free time with my, my wife and my dog, you know? Um, and, uh, it's, uh, it's wonderful. That's a good time. <laughs> That's a good time. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, kick it on over to the news then. So let's cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things. I think the thing that frustrated the Pokemon community the most this week, the Pokemon Stadium games will be releasing on Nintendo Switch Online next year. Probably close to Pokemon Day, if we were to make a guess. That would make sense. However, it enraged the internet because they put a big, uh, big little, well, not big, but at the bottom of the screen, it said, you cannot transfer Pokemon into these games. <laughs> and yep. And the Pokemon community lost its mind. And I was just like, I don't know what you expected. <laughs> right. Yeah, how are they going to... I like, don't know like what... D- yeah, that's silly. That's silly. Well, so, so there were some rumors very early on when Nintendo Switch Online dropped that they were including transfer pack code type stuff into the Nintendo emulator, the N64 emulator, which hadn't been there in previous iterations of it. Okay. Uh, so it did give people hope that maybe we would get it. And I, I'm still holding out hope that maybe it will happen post launch or something while they figure that out. Uh, the good news is I think you can at least play the Pokemon mini games online with your friends now. So that's something. <laughs> Woo! That's not, I mean, that's something. I mean, playing Pokemon Stadium with just rental Pokemon is just literally the most difficult thing in the entire world. <laughs> so it's a challenge. So I do not recommend it. Uh, it 
Challenge is not the word I'm I would use, but if challenge. you want to use it, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to hurt yourself, are they, um, are they doing like <laughs> any sort of like remaster or like upgrading? It will be kind of in HD, kind of. Okay. <laughs> it, yes, you get you get five more pixels. Congratulations. The, the polygons are definitely still there, <laughs> and. Uh, the the polygon counts the same, but maybe the pixel density is better <laughs> on those polygons. Fantastic. Um, It'll probably look worse because of the whole CRT to yes. flat screen yeah. issue. Absolutely. But... Huh. All right, Seth, tell us about Sword and Shield. You bet. There's still news for this game. Yep. Um, and this one's actually kind of cool. Yeah. So, Shiny Eternatus has been confirmed. It's going to run through October 2nd in the US, Canada, and Australia, and New Zealand. Um, I don't know when the end date is, forgive me. But for North America, you go to GameStop for it, and for other places, you can go to EB Games and things like that. But you can get Shiny Eternatus. Hooray! Yeah. It looks very cool. And up until now, it has been Shiny Locked. So Yeah. And while you're there, don't forget to pick up your... Uh, the last of Ash's Pokemon, Lucario, through Mystery Gift. Blech. You can get a password there at your GameStop. Oh, you can't get to that GameStop. No, you no. can't get to that GameStop. No, it's just a download. It's online. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's online. Yeah. It's not a GameStop. Well, where do you, yeah, you can just download it right now. Like, Where do you get the password? Uh, either Serebi or the Puckle Discord in the news links. Yeah, I think we post them all, posted them all when they came up. Yeah, because I don't think they're actually, they're not like actual U.S. distributions. I think they're all Japanese distributions because right now Ash is going through the finals in Japan in the anime. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're giving out his whole team as a result. He's the second best player player in the entire Pokemon world. Hooray. For right now, well, right now he's in the top two. I had one job and I blew it. They haven't finished. He's going to be the second best player. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not going to. I'm I'm going to wait to see. They they could throw me a curveball. Leon swept through four things, including like two hard type resists with a with a Rillaboom. It's like, fine. You, it's you fine. You can't stop that man. It's fine. Pikachu can do it. I Unless Ash it. pulls out a Latios and a Darkrai, I don't see how this is going to happen. <laughs> oh, could you see that? That would be such a good turn of events. All right. Moving on to Pokemon Unite. Uh, Dodrio is now out in Pokemon Unite. And Woo! it's good. It so is. have fun playing Dodrio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's the first speed. It's, really it's the first speedster they've added to the game since launch. Uh, it does a thing where it like divvies up the points between the heads. So like it dunks like a third of the points at a time. What? So you score a little bit faster. Yeah. You score a little bit faster. Uh, like you can dump like at least a third of your points there. It's probably going to be the speedster of choice. Uh, they did a very smart probably. thing in my opinion. Because one of my most, the most frustrating things I have with Pokemon Unite is when a new Pokemon comes out, everybody will just like dump their coins into it and get the new Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And then everybody plays it and then you don't get a chance to play it. Yep. Uh, And then they did it smartly this way. Yeah. Because like you could pay for it always, like, right? You could just pay the money instead of using the in game currency. And so what they did is they essentially took a week where you can only pay for it with, with like real people Mm -hmm. money, uh, and not coins so that if you paid for it, you get a chance to actually play it. Now, it's kind of that, a cool thing. It, it reduces the issue. It does not get rid of the issue, but it reduces the issue. And I'm okay with it. Like, I know that there's some people who are probably upset about it, uh, and they can continue to be, but I, I am not upset about this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got some TCG news, uh, which I think is actually Heck really yeah. big, and we should definitely talk about. Absolutely, and I can dive into this one. So, we've got the CP thresholds for 
pretty for worlds and everything. We got a lot of updates this week. Um, and the CP thresholds was one of them. For those of us in North America, it is still 400 points for seniors and 500 points for masters. So get to work, <laughs> folks. Uh, locals will be coming back at some point. I don't like, I don't like that. I'm going to be honest. I don't like that it's 500 and yeah. that we don't have locals until 2023. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. It's, that's a lot. Because the way they used to do it is like the best finish limit used to be by quarter, right? And yeah. so we're essentially missing out like two quarters where you could be getting, yep. where you could be getting championship points going to locals. And I mean, that's not like a small chunk of change either. Like you could, you that's could half ve- the year. Yeah. You could very easily get within that time frame like 200 points. Well, not easily, but you could get 200 points in that time frame. Uh, yep. because you're allowed like a best finish of like four or five of those events. And I think they maxed out at like 20, but that doesn't include things like midseason showdowns, which were a little bit more in terms of like value, uh, for your, for your points. So, uh, it's just something to think yeah. about. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of upsetting to me because it just means that people who are getting into the game, like me, <laughs> have a harder mm-hmm. chance of getting that qualification because 500 points is a lot. It is. Yeah. I mean, and I don't plan, I don't plan on winning a regional. I'm going to tell everybody that right now. <laughs> I plan on maybe getting like maybe maybe if I'm good enough one day I'll get I'll get 128th, you know top what 128. If, what if what if when you and I go to Arlington it's you versus me in the finals? Wouldn't that be just banana? <laughs> Two nobodies out of nowhere who happen to know each other. <laughs> who happen to know? I don't think that will happen because we're gonna end up facing each other round one. That would one. be so cool. <laughs> we're gonna end up facing each other yeah. round one, and I won't be able to get over my uh, the master can't beat the apprentice. <laughs> Uh, complex i don't know if i dead draw like i did in these online tournaments i think you'll be fine i i i do believe that i'm a better uh i'm a better kirim player than you right now i would agree given i have not touched it so i will say that (laughs) i i've tried Uh, a couple other things yeah keep going yeah a couple other things that i just want to throw out there um with that update of all of the CP thresholds and all that kind of stuff, a lot of information on their website was changed. Uh, they messed take up that so with much. A grain of salt. They messed up a lot of things on that update, like between dates being not quite correct, uh, the Milwaukee regional being moved out of the city of Milwaukee <laughs> to Madison. <laughs> yeah. So what you need to do, and what I recommend doing, is if you are confused by something changing. Find on Twitter the organizer of that tournament, and from there you can see what they say. That is so much work. It is so much work, and it's it's borderline unacceptable, but it's what we have to deal with right now. So I'd go find the tournament organizer and see when they say their tournament is. Yeah. See, there are plenty so, of skills that yeah. uh, you will learn uh, while you're starting to play the TCG, and one of those is uh, detective work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Like, why is this happening? Uh, additionally, you'll also uh, you'll also learn how to book flights and hotels, and learn how to get them canceled. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. The other last bit for TCG is the TCG Live beta continues to roll out. Three more countries have been added to that: France, Italy, and Germany. So we'll wait back for the report from Whimsicott on how this game is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's going to give us the insights. <laughs> she definitely will. I. I just love that they're just like, they're like, th- th- what this tells me is like, this is coming whether we like it or not. And I just want yeah. them to rip the band aid off. 
and just well, do they've got to make sure their game is operable first, and that you don't just keep accidentally drawing cards until you draw through your deck or the timer runs. Then out. stop like, putting it in every recently. country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally like I think it was something. It's like in the rest of the world that is not the U.S. It is almost everywhere was, else. There was a glitch, I think it was with like treasure energy or something, where you just kept drawing cards until your wow. timer ran out, and then that's the best glitch. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing. <laughs> best glitch. Uh, they're working on it though. I know they're working on it. It's just they have to rewrite the entire darn thing from scratch. Yeah. So patience, folks. It's coming, and it'll be an okay product when it lands. But I would say don't migrate your account over yet. All right. Yep. So we got some hot, spicy news for you, Pokemon goers. <clears throat> there's a Woo. there's a new event called Test Your Metal, and it's running through Wednesday the 21st. Um, if you turn on your game, you might find a Token Tomorrow, which would be pretty cool. Um, I think that's new. Maybe Token Tomorrow. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. pretty sure. It's Is it like, yeah, okay? Because I mean, I've never found one. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. It's I haven't one. seen one either. So <laughs> I I I'll default to you too, Basket. <laughs> so. Also, uh, while it's happening, you uh, you get uh, more candy based on the quality of your throw, which is pretty cool. Um, and then uh, we've got until September 27th, we've got a bunch of raids. Uh, we've got Mega Agron, Kartana, Celesteela, but they're all going to be like separated out uh, into different uh, regions. Uh, just Kartana and Celesteela. I think it's just Kartana and Celesteela. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mega Agron's going to be everywhere. I think they're the ones right now. Uh, but um, Kartana is going to be the Northern Hemisphere, and Celesteela is going to be in the uh, Southern Hemisphere. And then hopefully Liger can invite us to a raid. Yes. Yeah. Celesteela is in hot demand, apparently. It is, very much so. And get your magnifying glasses out for catching Kartana, because its capture circle is yeah, microscopic. Yeah, it's so silly. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I I still I still haven't like been able to like get in a raid to try and get uh, Cartana, but I heard about that and um it, it kind of makes me want to cry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, like we like to end every new segment, we like to end it with a Puckles Pokey predictions. Uh, we are gonna go ahead and uh we're we're going to uh get go ahead and look at this and say. The final part of the ter- terrestrialization trilogy. This is the fi- we did two other questions about this previously. Do you expect to see terrestrialization used more offensively or defensively in competitive Pokemon? Example: ground type Gyarados versus flying or water type Gyarados. Hmm. I know my answer. Uh, what is your answer? Just tell it. Just give it. I I think it's defensively. I I, I agree with you too. I think defensively is definitely the answer. Yeah, because. Uh, Basically giving Paldean forms to mons that have good move pools, but crap typing. Yeah. Like, I keep saying it. Avalog is going to be OU for a little bit. I, I keep telling you. <laughs> I believe this. <laughs> Steel Avalog. Steel type Avalog. Broken. Steel type Avalog. <laughs> Recover and rapid spin? What? Yep. That's awesome. Recover, and rapid spin. I, like- I think it also has gy- Gyro Ball, too, right? So Yeah, like just and if you, if you... If the Hisuian one comes over, and if it keeps some semblance oh, of its no. move pool, here's the move set: oh, no. Stealth Rock, Body Press, Recover, and Rapid Spin. Oh, no. Broken. Oh, man. That'll be fun. Oh man, that I'm here for it. Nasty. Uh, I'm here for it. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> defensively, just because um, being able to like switch over and save yourself when a new Pokemon comes out sounds fantastic to me. Just like. Oh, you're going to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Stopped. 
Actually, I resist this move. Yes, Ha-ha. exactly. <laughs> I just keep picturing the... Uh, I really like the movie Arceus and the Jewel of Life. And in the beginning part where Arceus first appears and Pal- the three dragons are shooting attacks at it, and you see it basically just change discs, essentially, just pulls out the plates, shifts them a little bit, pushes them back in, becomes a different type, and just absorbs the attack completely. <laughs> That's how I feel terrestrialization is going to go. Like, you're looking at this poor fool in front of you like, no, no, man, I'm God. I resist this move now. I'm immune to this move now. Go back to bed. You know, you know what would be something that would be really interesting? I don't know if you guys have talked about this on, uh, like separately or whatever, but, um, uh, arena trap with the terrestrialization or something like that would be pretty cool. Ooh. Oh, we have not talked about that, but that's not a terrible huh. idea. That- <laughs> no, I'm not trapped, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a ghost type now. Get out of here. Flying type Heatran. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would definitely make those abilities worse. I don't know if you would do it just for that, but maybe. I, don't know, I see terrestrialization as like I. I don't think it's gonna be as big of a deal oh as Dynamax, which oh makes me God. happy. Since it's not tied to an item, you're gonna have to know the Terra type for every single one of your team. And oh no, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yep. It's gonna okay. be a whole thing. All right. Yeah, it's gonna be a thing. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this episode. We are going to, or not this episode, this segment. We're going to kick things on over now to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the trivia or Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host. Thank you for that introduction. Without further ado, though, let's jump right on into it. Our first question this week is going to come from Egotistical Elekid. And Liger must really want me to ask you this because he has left it on there the past three or four weeks. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. What is the only Pokemon to have every vowel in its English name? No wise. Wise do not count as a vowel. Every vowel? Every single vowel is in one Pokemon's English name. Which Pokemon is that? Oh no. Um Oh man. I'm I feel like it's gonna be one of the Ultra Beasts, because they have they're made of vowels. Um No, they're not all made of vowels. Nagana d- no, no. Hisuian decidui. <laughs> does the word Hisuian does that count? count? There's no A. Wait, wait, there is an A. No, that does not count. Yeah, there is. I-A-N. Dang it. Dang uh, it. Oh, there is. They, they are all there, though. I do give you that. Oh, my gosh. That's true. They are all there. Um, Final, uh, lock you're, in. Finally. You're actually much closer than you than I'd like to admit, though, in terms of, like, where this Pokemon's from. Really? Okay. In now. Uh... E-N-A-M. It may have Hisuian in front of its name if it was a TCG card. In E? How many vowels? A-E-I-O-U. Yeah. 
Okay, Enamorous is missing an I. Okay, dang it. Um, that has four of them. That has four or five of them. Yeah. Four out of the five. There's one with five out of five, though. Ursa, no, no, no. What What are the weird evolutions? Weird, no, no wise. Because if he if he gave us a hint that it might have Hisuian in front of its name, if it were a TCG card, it's only if it were a TCG card. I want to be clear about if it were a TCG card, it would have Hisuian in front of its name. Which implies to me that since the TCG thing did like it's not Obstagoon, it's Hisu, it's Galarian Galarian Obstagoon. So this tells me that it's one of the Hisuian evolutions that is only in PLA. Uh, What is what is Quillfish evolved into? uh, kill killfish. Um, Overquill. O v e r q u i l. What is? It? Am I missing? Some? There's no a. Yeah. There's no a. Okay. Overquill doesn't have an a. Um, oh boy. Ursaluna doesn't have a lot of them. Um, what's the Sneasler? Is that enamorous? I mean, unless we're taking Hisui and enamorous. <laughs> uh, hey man, uh, that was my best guess. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, it was a good one. Technically, you are technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. You are technically, um, with the Hisuian, you, you are correct, yes. But, oh my god, what are the other Hisuian evolutions? Man, you're having such a hard well, time okay, on there's this like, one. There's like Typhlosion, um, uh... It's like the exclusive two okay. PLA things, I think. Uh, Lilligant, no. Uh, what is that other one? Spooky. Spooky, spooky ghost, ghost bl- Zor- No, it's missing an eye. Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> oh man. Um, what is wrong with me? I need to play PLA. I haven't even finished the freaking game. Uh, <laughs> it was in the trailers like a lot. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. Oh, 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 what? oh, oh, the, the, the ghost fish, uh, bas, 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 basculi, bas, bas, legion, bas, basculegion. A-S-U-L-I, yeah, basculegion, basculegion, final answer, lock in, a million dollars. Basculegion is correct. Holy macaroni. Basculegion does, yep, that's why I haven't to ask this question. Uh, all right. Oh, gosh. So your next question is going to be, uh, well, I'll let you choose. Do you want a question oh. about uh, games without abilities having abilities, or do you want a question about the manga? Your choice. <laughs> uh, the first one. I, I yeah, know nothing I've, of the I've, manga. I, like, every year, I, like, resolve, like, I'm going to get through all of the manga, <laughs> and then I start, like... It never happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that for Alligator tears an Arbok in half. That for is Alligator doesn't do that. It was the... a Charmeleon that did it. Yeah. Uh, moving, <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving uh, <laughs> on. I will go ahead and ask you this question. It is from on her. Uh, Pokemon abilities weren't introduced until Generation 3, but in Generation 2, there's a Pokemon with an overworld ability. Who's that Pokemon? A Pokemon with an overworld ability? There's oh a Pokemon gosh. that in the overworld will do a thing. Is it like, uh, is it separate from like a, um, like a, because there, because, okay, like for instance, right, there's like, and I don't know if you can answer any of these questions that, um, but there's sure. there's like <laughs> sweet scent, you know, where it'll like attract Pokemon to you. There's like uh like do you do you have to use it or is it It's kind of like that. You do not have to use it though. Okay. So it's just innate, but it's kind of like those things. It is passive. Passive second gen. It's in the second gen? Thing. I missed that part. Okay. It is, yeah, he yeah. said it's he said it's in 
Gen well, we don't two. know if it's a second-gen Pokemon. But, but, but it is in Generation 2. It has an overworld ability. It will essentially create an item for you, possibly. Oh, 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 Shuckle, there right? You go. Yep. Berry juice? Yeah. You are correct. It is Shuckle. If Shuckle is holding a berry, there's a 1 in 16 chance that it'll turn into a berry juice at the end of each battle. I never, ever knew that. That's Heck cool. yeah. Fun fact. That's Shuckle's whole gimmick. It's the oh, fermentation right. Pokemon. <laughs> I, never, I never, I never, Yeah, the episode... Ever 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 played uh with a shuckle if you can't tell <laughs> yeah uh and then yeah so there you go you guys are two for two your next question is your pokedex entry question as always this one is going to come to you from let's see we are going to do it from gray the gray it's pokemon shield entry reads these pokemon are vicious and cunning they take up residents and nests dug out by other pokemon treating the stolen nest as their own lairs Who's that Pokemon? Vicious and cunning takes over uh, nests. What's the uh, what's the um, um <clears throat> uh, the region uh, Pokedex thing that you pulled up? Shield, he said. What? That is Shield, Shield, correct? It is from Pokemon Shield, so I can tell you it's not Froakie. <laughs> yeah, or any of the you know P, uh, B, DLC. That's the word DLC guys. No, the DLC guys actually have entries. In regular out. sword. Oh yeah, they would. They would. They? The only ones that don't are the ones from the max layer because they're not technically like in the regional decks of Crown Tundra. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I guess that makes sense. So I. Huh. So it might be a DLC guy. Go ahead. Wait, so it might be a DLC guy. Is that what you're saying? I I think so. Um, it could be just because, like Thatch said, they do get a sword and shield entry upon landing. It's not a Isle of Armor right, entry. Right. It's a shield entry. <laughs> the only one I remember from. Uh, Sword and Shield that was like stealing stuff is uh, Nicket. Um, but it also makes me think of um, uh, like there's those birds in like actual nature that will like kick out other birds. Um, <laughs> egg, Cuckoos. Yeah, yeah. It does. Those are good ideas. I, th- I think it mentioned specifically digging oh, okay. holes. And th- I don't think that's a very bird no, or fox like right. thing to do. Um the first, th- this might be because I prepared a PTU one shot last night with this Pokemon, but the first Pokemon that comes to mind is Skorupi. That's good. That's good with me. Cause I don't even know I if that's no in idea. Shield. I don't really either. So I think we just go ahead and if you're, if you're good with it, we can lock it in and, uh, yeah. lose the game. Yeah. You yeah. Good I'm with good that? Yeah. I, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing either. Let's get another entry. Skorupi. Final answer. Skorupi is unfortunately incorrect. The next qu- yeah, the next entry is going to be from Pokemon Sword, Wait, to find which out? reads... Oh, wait, oh, yeah, 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 sorry, sorry. sorry you do, sorry. you oh, get no. a hint, you got two points if you <laughs> got it right just there, but this is for one point. Uh, it's Pokemon Sword entry reads, this Pokemon lives in caves, but it never skips sunbathing. It won't be able to move if its body gets too cold. What? Uh, so that's like a okay, lizard. Okay, so reptilian. Yeah. Reptilian cunning thing. It's not the pseudo-legend, it's not Gibite. It's not Cyclozar, no. <laughs> Cyclozar. <laughs> oh, man. It's not Helioptile. Those aren't cunning. Well, uh, I think that's just presumptuous. <laughs> that is, uh, look at his goofy face, and he's stepped on. Like, that's not cunning. You find them by stepping on them. Um, can you read it? Can you read the sword one again? I'm sorry. The sword one. This Pokemon lives in caves, but it never skips sunbathing. It won't be able to move if its body gets too cold. Lives in caves, is cunning, steals holes that things dig. 
These are all true facts based on the entries. I don't know if it's true in real life, but this is what a 10 year old said once. Uh, yeah, exactly. I am drawing a blank here. I can't what think was, of any other cave dwelling yeah, reptiles. Okay, so you just did the cave sunbathing one, right, Thatch? Yes, okay, sir. And yeah. then the other one was. Well, these Pokemon are vicious and cunning. They take up residence in nests dug out by other Pokemon, treating the stolen nests as their own layers. Ugh, I... Nope. It's a dragon type. Oh. Yeah, it, is it a gibble? Uh, like, I don't know. Ground type and digging. Um, that helps. Well, it... Uh... Yeah, and he said it is a dragon, so... I, I don't know. I'm feeling more and more on the gibble line, maybe. I don't know. Stealing the nests though what are dragons what are dragons like well stealing the nests i think that would be like mythical creatures oh. that would be like a um uh an older one so instead of uh it's not it's not drudagon is it i don't i don't know enough about uh drudagon to to answer that question <clears throat> i think um i think gibble or or uh i like um, uh garchomp i'm leaning more like garchomp Garchomp's gonna be like, I fly at the speed of sound. I think Gibble's more appropriate. Alright, let's do the Gibbles. Hit me. Gibble, tell me how wrong I am. Gibble is incorrect. The answer is actually Drudigan. Dang it. I I don't know anything about that guy, really. He's red and blue. Dang it. It (laughs) only just came to me just a a second ago when I said it. So, dang it. Drudigan. All right. Well, you guys are two for three. Your next question is your multi-answer question, as always. You can get up to three points here because, yep, they are, uh, they, this question has seven answers. (laughs) Okay. I will give you, I will give you a point for each two answers you give me. If you get all seven, you can give yourselves a nice big pat on the back. But we only need six? Huh. You will, yeah, you only need six. You're going to only get up to three points here. This is going to be from Farmer Fox. What are the seven moves that have semi-invulnerable turns? Oh. You have okay, to lock them in, so you do get three specifically, strikes. Specifically semi? Like, it doesn't include... Semi-invulnerable, because, yeah. like, some of them you can you can get attacked in. For uh, example, by certain let's moves. lock the first one. Let's lock the first one in. Dig, you can still get hit by okay. Earthquake. That is correct. Dig is one of them. So, Dig is one. Phantom Force is another. That is two. Shadow Force is another. That is three. Dive is another. That is four. Bounce is another. That is five. And fly is another. That is that is correct. That is six. Do you know the seventh? I'm trying to think of it. Nobody used um, it. So it got banned. Sky drop. Sky drop. Yep. <laughs> Sky drop. You, you got banned from VGC uh, by like official Pokemon it, tournaments because there's a bug glitched. in the code uh, where something would happen where it would just like keep one of keep like the sky- Pokemon holding the Pokemon set invulnerable <laughs> keep forever. You in, <laughs> keep you in it, it in purgatory. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was bad. All right. So that gives you guys five for four. Your next question is your base stat question as always. This one is going to come to you from the trivia master himself, Liger. Ooh. What grass type Pokemon has the highest special defense of all grass type Pokemon? Oh, uh, um, uh, with high special defense. Um, okay. Ferrothorn leaps to mind with 115, just yeah, to give us a baseline. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Ludicolo? No. I don't think any of its stats are above no. 100. He's just a big guy. Um, 
<laughs> He's just a good boy. Uh, oh, uh, tan, tan growth? Maybe? Yeah? No, special defense on oh, that is like oh, 60. I got a, I got a, defense yeah, yeah, is I got like 120. Yeah, that's why you run a salt vest on that thing, because it's got a good HP stat, but blech. Uh, um, what are some um, legends or whatever? Well, it's not. Shaman is 100, Shaman Skyform's less, Meganium's, nah. Goodness gracious. Is there Megas? Are there Megas that are good? Uh, Venusaur has pretty good, but I don't think it's higher than its defense, which is 120, which puts it below Ferrothorn. Um, um... You do have the hint, by the way. Grasp. Oh yeah, we can cash that in because we got a question wrong. Let's hit, hit. Let's do it. Let's let's hit me. Uh, so this is a dual type grass Pokemon. Okay. Cool. Um, All right. It is uh, the other type. I don't want to give you the other type. I think it'll yeah, be the way. Um, uh, I will tell you, it's based at that's based at is one hundred and twenty seven. Um, it is a it is a member of a group of Pokemon as well. Oh, Verizion. Wait, what do you mean? Verizion is cr- Verizion is correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Verizion's got a base stat, yeah. uh, special defense base stat of one twenty-seven. Uh, next is a tie between Mega Venusaur and Eldegoss at one twenty. Fol- oh, yeah. Followed up okay. by Ferrothorn at one sixteen, and then Cradily and Rotomo at one o seven. Cradily, really? Cradily was on my mind. Yeah, Cradily's pretty yeah. bulky. It's a thick boy. <laughs> it's pretty thick. It makes up makes up for it in its lack of speed what it has in defensive stats. It also makes up for it in the fact that it doesn't have really like any good attack stats either. So. Yeah. So like there there's that. It's got that going for it, which is something. <laughs> it also makes up for it in the fact that every time it hits the field, you have to run a quick type chart test of yourself to be like, what does this thing weak to? <laughs> yes, because it no, that's very true though, because like the grass rock typing is disgusting. But that gives you it neutralizes a lot of each other's weaknesses. Yeah. It's crazy. That gives you guys six points today. So that does change up the standings. Woo! It's so bad. You guys, it, like, you're going to, this is the most people we've had in the running at once ever. Wow. Uh, after this trivia cycle, as I'd like to remind everybody, uh, we are going to be shifting from the 30 point maximum to the 40 point maximum uh, to give more people <laughs> a chance to make it. So. This is going to, currently we have a three-way tie for first place. With, Heck yeah. With 28 points, R. Sigma, Sublime Manic, and Seth Vilo. Heck yeah. In fourth place, we've got Shark Finnegan with 26. In fifth place, we've got Lydian with 22. In sixth place, wow. we've got Claude Nine with 21. In seventh place, we've got Whimsicott with 18. In eighth place, we've got Mark with 12. In ninth, Shamu with 7. In tenth, Basket with 6. And in eleventh, Jushiro bringing up the rear with 4. Everybody, I think that's everybody, actually. That's everybody. Never mind. I was going to be like, everybody else has yet to get on the board. No, that's everybody. Uh, (laughs) That is everyone. uh, There is no board with win. (laughs) There is nobody not on the board. Uh, yeah, this is like the closest it's ever been. Like, we have so many people in line to win. I don't know what happens if like Sigma and Sublime are on the show together. Uh, I don't know what so happens. I just, I just looked up, um, like what Cordelia's weaknesses are because I've never, I've never thought about that. Oh, it's horrible. It's hang like, on, hang on. Fighting, them, give me a test. Makes, I, I've got a test. Fighting, steel, and, bug. Uh, yeah, you forgot ice, right? I think fighting. I think steel ice. Oh, yeah. and fighting. ice make total sense, but I don't understand why fighting and bug. Like fighting, super fighting is rock. Yeah, 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 but but doesn't grass does does bug against grass fighting? No, I I was thinking no, nope. Okay, and then bug. You're thinking bug. 
All right. Well, tune in next week, I guess, for more Puckles Pokey Quiz. Maybe we'll have a winner at some point. I don't know who. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just it keeps on going. All right. So we will catch you all uh, as we kick it on over to the topic. We have another review this week from iTunes from Boy Jeff. Amazing. Five stars. I just started listening this year, but I've loved it ever since. Well, thank you for that. And if you would like to review us wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. It would help us out. On top of that, you might be able to be right on the show. Well, until then, we're going to kick it on over, guys, to the topic. And welcome to the topic. This topic is a little bit different than usual. Uh, We're going to be taking once a month from now on just to kind of get that competitive energy out. And we're going to talk everything from a competitive standpoint. VGC isn't happening right now. Which is both wonderful and awful. (laughs) Well, mostly because the format's really bad right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the format. I think a lot of other people are also tired of said format. So, you know, uh, I think it's good for everybody involved. It's a healthy, it's a healthy separation. Um, the circuit this year is just being very weird anyway, in addition to that. So it, it -hmm. is what it is. And, and there is like things like the Smogon world and not a lot is happening there either no this Um, happens every gen though where it gets kind of stale exactly at the end exactly so i i'm not surprised and so what we really want to focus on today is unsurprisingly the pokemon tcg thatch's new obsession (laughs) Uh, well new new old new old obsession i should say new old obsession because i was very much into it back in the day and more so now i don't know i feel like i'm way more i understand way more about what's going on than i used to and which is both good and terrifying. Mm-hmm. So I I wanted to talk about that. First thing on my agenda, though, is this weekend while we're recording, Baltimore Regionals is happening. And I'm sure by the time this is released, we will definitely have a winner for Baltimore's Regionals. Though, given how TPCI has been yeah. operating lately, it could just be a lie. <laughs> ha! They get there and they're like, wait, there's no regional. Why are you here? What's Or somehow they like find a way to make a rain delay. Here, take this, right? take this flying Pikachu card as uh, recompense. <laughs> yeah yeah it is happening yeah it's happening it is happening i'm watching on twitter some of the people i follow are reporting their results in so it's going on right now it's happening guys it's happening pokemon's happening and because this regional doesn't include the newest set lost origin which we mentioned last week's show uh where i was just very excited to get a lot of the new cards in my hands (laughs) Mm -hmm. your hot hot little sweaty hands In my in my sweaty in my hot sweaty, <laughs> my hot sweaty hands. Ew. No, I I'm just very excited for this for this set. Like this set is uh, Lost Origins. I'm very excited for because, like I've said on the show before, it's like the first set that I've really gotten into since I've gotten back. Like Astral Radiance came out right as I started getting back into it, and I was and I was like running to catch up to the train, right? And now I'm on the train. And we just picked up a new passenger at the station. It's a lot of fun to see the new toys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've been enjoying it immensely as a result. So I do want to talk about Baltimore, though, for a little bit, only because uh, Pokemon Worlds happened like a month ago, and we're still in the same format as Pokemon Worlds. Like nothing's changed, technically, in terms of the card availability, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I so I think at minimum, I wanted to discuss just briefly <laughs> what we think might end up taking home the uh, taking home the win at uh at Baltimore, and I want to be a little risque, personally. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and I want to say that Palkia and Teleon is probably best deck in format, and this is its moment to shine. At this moment, I would agree with you, which is why I would argue that 
some Arceus Pikachu variant is going to top it. <laughs> That's what happens every time. That's what happens every time. Well, it is. I think what happened at Worlds too is a lot of people brought. I and mean, I saw this when I was playing in late night prior to Worlds. A lot of people were bringing yeah. a lot of anti Palkia stuff, like just to mess up Palkia's day. I I don't yeah. know if you could quash it out of the format. I don't know if you could win with like a pure Jolteon type deal. Uh, but it definitely gives that Palkia player an L. You might not win any other yep. games, but you're going to give that Palkia player an L. <laughs> yeah. So if you really hate him. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, a lot of people feel that way, though. You want to hear my risque take? It, is it? Yes, yeah, I, I absolutely is it do. Is Arcanine? Okay. No. no. Well, that's not out yet. Oh, right, right, sorry, yeah. right, right. We're not talking about... Gotcha, gotcha. Lost Origin came out, but it takes three weeks for a card to, for cards to be legal yes, yes. in tournament. So... It's not it's not available until Peoria at the end of the month. I think there has been a tremendous amount of hype around this deck specifically after Worlds, and it is an Arceus variant, but it's not the ones you're thinking. I believe that if it doesn't win overall, it will be in the top, and it's Arceus Agaron. People have been running about the same 60 that the guy did that came in top 8, I think, at Worlds. I know what you're talking about. And... It is honestly terrifying. Very hard to stop. I don't think he top eight. I think he did top 16, though. That might be it. Like, he was like ninth or something. I looked something. at top eight, and top eight was literally Arceus, Arceus Peak and, and, uh, Inteleon Palkia. It was entirely that. Yeah. I, well, there was one Mew player. There was one Mew player. He was number 13. I just found it. He was number 13, and people in online things, both Lost Origin and not Lost Origin, have been running almost exactly his 60 to immense amount of success. So I think that can take on both the Arceus Pikachu variants and the Palkia variants at the same time. I think it could top it. I think if you futz with the list, it might be able to do it. Just because mm-hmm. I think any of these bulkier decks that are coming out recently, where they're just like, where, like it reminds me, so this is Thatch again, this is like a back in Gen 4 moment, but like back in 2016, <laughs> 2017. Yeah. I remember like the Waylord GX and mm-hmm. they would just, or maybe this was Waylord EX. This is, I, I don't remember. There was a deck though that was just pure stall because it was such a fat Pokemon. They could just keep healing the damage off. Yeah. And it ended up doing incredibly well. And Max Potion existed. That's so. when Max Potion existed. I could see one of these fat decks winning, especially right now playing the game because you do see like a lot of the big decks. I, I don't, in this current format, the Astral Radiance format, I think Lost Origins fixes this to some extent. Uh, you do see a lot of, you, it's hard to hit numbers. It's hard to hit high numbers. You max out, yeah. you max out maybe 310 in a lot of decks. Yep. Yeah. There's a big hard top out number on. Yeah. These. There's a hard top out number on a lot of them. And I don't know. Maybe we even see, uh, dare I say, maybe we see Radiant Hall Lucia see some play in top decks. Possible. I think it's very possible, possible especially with the number, like you see the Duraldon, you see the Agron. I could totally see that. It. Could be cool. That could be really cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I I've always had faith in Radiant Hall Lucha. <laughs> I think uh, I think this is gonna bum you guys out, uh, and it's it's not very fun <laughs> uh, speculatively. But um, I think it's going to be a Arceus flying Pikachu mirror match in the. That's what happened at Worlds, and it's probably gonna happen again. I know. I think it's. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Worlds 2.0, man. <laughs> It's a very solid deck. I don't blame you. It, it reminds me of like a lot of the VGC championships where you, things don't evolve after Worlds, mm-hmm. and so then things just get stale. That's, that's what I imagine this regional yeah, is. That's, that, it's just going to be a very yeah. stale, very stale Worlds. Yeah. But yeah, and I don't think there'll be a lot of changes. People will play what they played because the testing environment is so weird and different. Um, you can't really test online. 
because everything's lost origin. You can do online tournaments, PTCGO things, because that's not legal there yet. But like the general testing. Yeah. 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 I think, I think, and plus, um, they've had what, uh, like a month. Yeah. Like a, like a month to, um, yeah. uh, to like dive into another deck and try to, um, <clears throat> Uh, try to try to learn a new deck if they're if that's what they're going to try and do and they could be like you know just moving out uh different things and trying them with the same rcs deck essentially but um why mm-hmm. like if, if i'm a tcg player and i'm trying to get these uh 400 or 500 points depending on how old i am um uh yeah. then i'm gonna yes. go with what i know and what i know like worked well for me um and i'm not gonna yep. fix something that's not broken Cause to me, like the, 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 the Agron, um, uh, Arceus, like, yes, that's a very cool, very good call. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame you at all. For those of you who don't know too, cause I know this is a general episode. It's not a TCG cast episode or anything. Um, the Agron is really cool because it does, it takes a lot of energy, but it does 270, like Oof. for not a lot of drawback. So with one Arceus charge up, and a couple manual attaches or metal saucers. Does it play metal saucer? I need to look it up. But it is surprisingly quick to charge up. Does 270, and the magic number in the TCG right now is 280. Yes. So it's a very good... Oh, no, it doesn't play metal saucer. But it's a very good thing. Ag- uh, Arceus just gets your aggron ready to go. It takes five energy. You can do it even with double turbo. Uh, you hit God. magic numbers incredibly efficiently with agron like even if with a even with a double turbo and a choice belt that's 280 just right there it's perfect i could see that just because it's these bulky pokemon like if you have honestly if you have three if you have 330 hp which i believe mega or not mega agron agron v V max does correct yes correct Um, 330 you have 330 yeah if you have above 320 you are a two hit ko regardless of the scenario yes uh regardless of what deck you're playing against you are a two hit ko yep um which is huge <laughs> huge especially when you could just like boss up something that's just you can just knock out and then you take two prizes uh-huh and it, it's huge i i i could see it doing well i don't know if it'll win i would love for it to win um i yeah like a little part of me that's my call. a little part of me just wants palkia to win just so it can get its one win <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think it's a disgustingly dumb deck too many of them go to tie. It's not going to win. I'm also not a big fan of, like, Palkia players. <laughs> <laughs> or not Palkia players. Inteleon players. I should say Inteleon players. Hey, man, that's, yeah. like, that's uh, like a third of our TCG base. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Basket, I was 1,000% playing Palkia. <laughs> Rotation can't come soon enough. Uh, Palkia Intelli- Inteleon. Or I was playing Ice Rider Inteleon for, like... Yeah, I can't wait for Inteleon to be kicked out. Honestly, I'm really happy to see um this is I guess was a good pivot point to uh to like the next stuff. I'm I'm really happy to see like in the new decks uh that you don't really need Inteleon to make them function. Yeah. I'm very happy with this. Uh cuz I I hate Inteleon. I can't tell you how much I hate Inteleon. I, just, I I'm right there with <laughs> you, my guy. Like I just I just hate it. It's so slow. It's so slow. Basket, I don't know if you've played a game against an Inteleon player lately. No, not lately. But no. It's Oh God! I I still I I still have flashbacks that day at NAC. I still have flashbacks. I still have flashbacks to like yeah. that kid just holding his deck, staring into space for thirty seconds. <laughs> like, yeah, it's wild. I'm like, are you playing the game or we? Uh, you gonna do something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's what it felt <laughs> it like. Felt it. like that. 
Seth played the same guy, so like he knows what I'm talking about. It was it was like it yeah. was wild. It was wild. Oh, yeah. I could not. So believe that's our that. call. That's the call for Baltimore, I guess. I don't know. I, I do like the. I do see it. For, I think baskets is probably the most likely scenario. But <laughs> honestly, yeah. But I have. I can dream. But it's boring. It's boring as heck. And uh, I, I I understand. Yeah, well, give Agron a win. I, the, I just want to see something else win. I mean, I think that was something that everybody felt about the format, though. Like I saw so many people at at the at, during the Astral Radiance format just see the decks and go. Uh, is anybody else in the same boat where I am? Where I this is like the first time in a like that none of the decks seem really fun to play, and the answer yeah. is like kind of yeah. I I feel that like the decks just weren't fun. Like some of the decks just weren't fun to play. Like Palky is good, but I don't know that it, I wouldn't call it fun. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a good yeah. deck, but is it a fun deck? No, it I don't like having to do math. Uh, it's, I don't I don't <laughs> mind the math. I like the math, but I'm also I've also got a PhD in physics. That makes one of us. <laughs> that was that was a fun. That was a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're welcome. That makes one of us. <laughs> I like math. Oh, I thought you were talking about his PhD. I, I, <laughs> oh, I no, I meant the math thing. <laughs> also, the PhD. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's pivot then. All let's right, pivot. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Let's pivot. Lost Origin came out this week, and we got a lot of cool new decks out of it. Like I, yeah. I'm super happy with this because the decks that came out of it are at least fun to play. Double hit, and they yeah. all play so differently. In stark yeah. contrast, yeah, yeah, there's so much fun to play, and even like the gimmick decks, I think, are more fun to play than the variants before. Right? Like I, like uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. So I, I want to, I want to get started. Um, there are three big decks that came out of this, and these are all like th- these are essentially what I would call tier one decks. Um. Maybe maybe you can make an argument for like Zoroark being a tier one of the half deck, but even then, I don't know that I would say that. Yeah. I think these are all tier one decks, and like if you have these decks, you will probably do well if you learn how to play them. Um, the one that I've been playing the most recently has been uh, the Kirim VMAX deck because it was very cheap initially. It started to go up in price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, because very early on, I looked at it and I was like, "This is going to be good." Uh, <laughs> What is what does Kirim do? Just so we get a kind so of so Kirim V. So I used to play the Size Rider variant, um, which you do run with the Palkia V Star. Palkia V Star has the V Star ability that lets you grab up to three Water Energy from your discard and put it onto Pokemon that you like. So it's a nice, easy recharge for Water type decks, um, which is really nice. And so it's, it's Palkia V Star. Not a, only is a decent attacker, as evidenced by the fact that just Palkia wins a lot of things um, and does mm-hmm. well at tournaments. Um, it, but it also is just a very good support mon, um, in terms of these water type decks and Paul and Kirim is actually the deck to do it. Kirim, um, VMAX is a bit fat. Remember we were talking about those numbers earlier. Kirim VMAX has that 330 HP. So the old decks do have hard time, a hard time hitting that for an Oko. So it's just something that's something to think about though. You can, I mean, I've been seeing variants of decks though, that can start hitting 340, uh, <laughs> Which make like mine, which you like, uh, like the Giratina and the Zoroark. We're both going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> yep. in, in a little bit, but um, they have been starting to hit 340, which might start meaning so- doing something. But uh, Kieran Vmax also has an attack. I forget what the attack is called. Um, but it does do max, a uh, max it, ice max storm s- max icicle spear thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it does 120 damage plus 50 for every water energy you discard. It does take three water energy to use, 
but it does uncap the amount of damage you can do. There's no cap. You could have 10 water energy on that Kyrim, and you could do uh, 620 damage if you really needed to do that. Uh, the attack name is Max Frost. That's what it is. Yes. Um, it does have a uh, an ability on it as well called Glaciate World, which discards the top card of your deck. And if that card is a water t- energy, you can attach that to any to any Pokemon, any Pokemon, not just a water type, any of your Pokemon. You can just attach Gosh, it Gosh, that seems gimmicky, Thatch. What if you can't figure out a way to secure the fact that the top card of your deck is a water energy? If only there was some way you could do that. Oh, boy, Seth. Let me tell you. <laughs> what? <laughs> to be fair, there are two. There are two ways to do that. Uh, one is to use the Orin Groove from Sword and Shield, um, which does have the ability Primate Wisdom, which lets you just... Oh, my God. Is that the Oranguru that lets you put the top <laughs> yes. card of your deck on top of... <laughs> yes. You, you, you draw the card, and then you put a card back on top of your deck, so you can guarantee that it's a water energy. Additionally, you could also use Rotom Phone, uh, which yeah. would uh, let you go ahead and uh, take a look at the top five cards of your deck, and if one of them is a water energy, you could just say, this is the card that's going to be on the top of my deck. Um, you you yep. could do both ways. Um, I I have not played too much with Brotom Phone. I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> it depends on how hard you go into the Q-Rim line. Yeah, like, the thing that Thatch and I have been discussing is there's kind of two lists out there, one of which uses a Babarel engine, yes. and one of which focuses really hard on this Q-Rim and the Orangaroo package. So there's kind of two versions out there right now. Yes. There's still It's still up in the air on which one is better. I think, but... I think the one... I think mine's better, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've played a lot of it. I've played more of it than Seth has, but that's it. It, it also kind of comes down to it's kind of like playing like if you played the video game, it, you find a play style that works for you the best. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's kind of like that as well, because there's a lot. It's not it, it in the TCG. It, a lot of it comes down to can you play the game and can you play it well? Um, do you know what decisions yeah. to make? Are you good at making decisions? And if you put yourself in a situation where you can make the right decisions, I think you will do better than if you were to play a deck that is quote unquote the best, but you don't know how to do it. You exactly. don't know, you don't know, you can't understand the flowchart and make the decisions. Um, I, I like the one I'm running a little bit better right now. I, I did play that list actually. Like literally right after you and I had talked about it last night, I was on PTCGO mm-hmm. and I ran into somebody running that list. So one, I was just like, Oh, I know every single card in your deck right now. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. And I was just like, so if I just like start bopping these, that Oranguru you have up there. I will just you turn just you off. I'll just turn you off. Um, which is why I don't like that list in particular is because you just knock out the Oranguru and then they're like a little dead in the water. Mm-hmm. What list I'm running uses Oranguru but doesn't rely on it as heavily. It's just a fun bonus. Yeah, on it's top. honestly just a bonus. That's the way I try to view Oranguru is just as a bonus. The Barbaral engine is so nice just letting you draw up to five cards. Exactly. It's such a handy little thing. You can search your deck a lot more easily, and your Roxy proof, which is a scary supporter that can you, you can be hit by that puts you down to two. But yeah, so. this thing does like uncapped damage. It's crazy. I have a lot of fun with it. it I'm also I'm also like well conditioned because I've been playing a lot of Ice Rider prior to this. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a lot of Ice Rider, so like it was just like, oh hey, do you just want to play like slightly different Ice Rider thatch? And I'm just like, yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> so when I was, and it's just like, what if Ice Rider could do more things? When I was a uh, um looking up the <clears throat> looking at the deck there were some like optional like cards that people were like talking about but never actually put in their deck mm-hmm. <laughs> like for instance uh Galarian Zigzagoon to kind of like help it hit the uh, 280 a little bit easier um I do run yeah. I do run that because there are some situations where you might only be able to hit 270 because you only have the three energy on it 
I do run the Galarian Zigzagoon as like a as like a backup backup. I have I so I've probably played something around 20 games so 20 30 games so far with the deck and I have never needed the Ziggy. I do want to say that. It's good to have. It's good though. to have. It is good to have. But I have never needed it. Is it just like I haven't played a lot of Palkia. Cuz you hit I haven't played a lot of Palkia. Is it like though. a one of in your deck or Yeah, it's a one of. It's a one of. Yeah. You hope that you only need to use it once to take one. Yeah, the only the only downside to that deck that I've noticed thus far is that your bench space comes at a premium because you have a Kirim, you have a Palkia, you've got an Orin Guru, and you've got a Bibarel. That's already four Pokemon, so you've got two more bench slots. And a lot of the times what you really want is you want to be able to put down another Kirim just to sit there and be ready. Um, And then occasionally you'll want to like throw down a Crobat. So like you're kind of squeezing bench space it's a it's definitely not ideal not ideal but it's a it's still a fun deck i really like it and i think it might be one of the better decks in the format right now i agree it's definitely one of the top ones and it's got a lot of hype around it which is why i'm in my own personal lists i'm prepared for it yes you have to be i think you i don't think anybody's prepared for it right now which is making it easier for you to win with it the fact that it can do un technically unlimited damage while also being more of a two hit mon than a one hit mon bananas it is it is doing uncapped damage and it's doing crazy but i don't want to keep talking about kirim let's talk about something else uh let's talk about uh the zoroark deck Alrighty. with basket because heck yeah, yeah this deck is so much fun it's oh it's got a really really cool mechanic all right so the the whole mechanic of the deck is um based around uh an attack uh tricky curse um so it does 50 times uh damage for each of the pokemon uh, of your pokemon to, to be clear uh, that has any damage counters on it. Um, and you're using things like Gape Job Bog, the stadium to, uh, put the, um, the counters on your Pokemon, as well as, um, uh, Gengar is, this is such, I, I, I really like this Gengar. So, this is so, yeah, cool. so it has I an ability yeah. called, uh, Back Alley Gate. And it says, uh, once during your turn, if this Pokemon is in your discard pile, you can put it onto your bench. Then you put three damage counters on the Pokemon. Um, <clears throat> and, and then you can also do an attack. Where you put damage counters on um uh your uh opponent's active Pokemon um <coughs> sorry uh, I'm gonna go over it because it's it's a pretty cool move. I don't know if I don't know if people are using it but it's pretty cool I have not seen many people use it a lot of the lists have I've used it I've used it once accidentally because <laughs> I had nothing else to yeah. do and I got a knockout on something with it's it it's not it's so I was just like yeah, yeah. it's. A lot of people run one or two psychic energy to be able to, but I haven't seen it happen. But that's just because I haven't played against or with a lot of Zoroark. With one of the deck lists I have, I it runs it. The other deck list that I like a little bit better doesn't run it because it's just all about the Zoroark all the time. Yeah, it totally is. And yeah. the Gengar's there for its like super cool ability. But I like I like its attack too. It's like screaming circle, two damage counters on your opponent's active Pokemon for each of their benched Pokemon. So that's like a nice little way yeah. to just kind of do like do like a finisher, you know, if they take out your Pokemon and it's still got some health back, throw out the Gengar, bam. You could you cuz you can do some decent damage with that like or, you know, enough to take something out. Mm-hmm. The one thing to keep in mind for that specifically, um as well as a couple other cards that we'll talk about in a little bit is the fact that putting those damage counters on your opponent's active is an effect of an attack. It is not damage. So that's an important distinction that we'll go into a little bit later. There's, if you're not familiar with the TCG, there are some weird wordings. Um, you know, 
it sounds like it's doing damage. It functionally is doing damage, but it's not doing it with a number next to the attack name. So it's doing it by the text under the attack name, which is the effect of an attack. Some tools, some Pokemon can completely block that. You've got to be able to adapt to situations and kind of be familiar with the general rules of the card game. So, ta-da! <laughs> That's a- That's been Seth's comments. Yeah. <laughs> uh- yeah. I know, since this is a general show, I'm trying to keep it as, yeah, like... absolutely. Beginner-friendly as possible, so... No, and I, I, yeah, and, and for me, I always have a hard time with that too, cause it's like, uh. The, yeah, we all three know so much about it. We're, we're experts in our field, so we get into the, the lingo real easily. So I'm trying to take a step back and Pokemon let our listeners be like, <laughs> yeah. okay, cool. How else are we going to indoctrinate people and make them spend all of their money like I did with Thatch? I mean, what? <laughs> you, Who said that? You didn't that? make me. I did it of my own volition. Stop it. And the fact that you believe that is meaning that I, I succeeded. I lost my house because of you. I lost my house because of me. <laughs> <laughs> I made my own choice to gamble it. <laughs> I put my house deed on the table in Las Vegas. It was me. Something cool too, uh, is, uh, so you, you, you got a, you got an item card, uh, damage pump, and that lets you move, uh, two damage counters from a, po- from like your Pokemon to one of your other Pokemon. Uh, and that's cool because, um, uh, uh, if you can get the, um, it, this might not be the best way to do it, but I like the idea of being able to, like, push, um, Gengar off the bench somehow, and then bringing him right back up to try and, um, <coughs> uh, just like add more of the counters and there's better ways to do it. But, um, the, uh, the damage pump is there for you to move that stuff around. Yeah. It's good if you whiff a gape jaw bog and don't be able to put damage counters. Cause what gape jaw does is it puts two damage counters on any Pokemon that you put into play. So like turn one, you're missing damage counters. So your damage cap with Zoroark is lower than it should be with. Gengar and the damage pump and those kind of things. Any Pokemon that comes into play without a Gape Jaw doesn't have counters, but now it does. So exactly, boom. That's how that works. Um, and that's uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, you're using um, uh, like we said before, you're using Zoroark uh to do the real heavy hitting. Um, and <clears throat> uh, you're you've got your choice belt to hit some numbers. Um, and uh, yeah, you can also the terrifying. The, uh, I'll go ahead. The terrifying thing about Zoroark is how astoundingly quickly yes, it can, it can hit go super fast. very high numbers. Because between just, just requiring a double turbo, like one energy attachment to do this, mm-hmm. um, 50 damage multiplier on everything, you hit 300 and the double turbo brings it down to 280. If every single one of your six Pokemon has a single damage counter on it, at least. Yep. And, Zoroark's V-Star ability is a professor's I research. Know. Discard your hand, draw seven. It's so bad. It's so it bad. It is so incredible, moved, honestly, because fast. then it gets your Gengars in the discard. It gets everything else you don't need in the discard. You play a lot of things. I think it but, I think it could very well be... I mean, I could see any of these decks that we're talking about today, like winning a tournament, um, just because I think... I'm going to... I think it's just fun. I think they're just fun and they're good. Yeah. What do... <laughs> I'm going to give a Yu-Gi-Oh player a heart attack and say, you can draw 14 cards in, a turn. in one turn <laughs> easily. What is this? Is this Pokemon in, two th- in the year 1998? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, also, if you really want to uh, shore up your uh, Zoroark, you can get the um, the Dunsparce from, uh, what's it? What's it from? Heck uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Evolving Skies, uh, I think. Uh, Fusion Strike. Fusion Strike. F-S-T. Fusion Strike. Yeah. Fusion Strike. Uh, and it's got yeah, the uh, ability Mysterious Nest, um, your normal type Pokemon, um, or Pokemon, normal type Pokemon, both yours and your opponents, have no weakness. Makes your Zoroark Regirock proof. Very good deck if you just really hate the timer and want to go at the speed of sound. All right, Seth. Well, you tell us about Giratina V-Star. I want you to give us the, the lowdown because I've played it a little bit. I don't like the list I'm playing, but I haven't played your list yet, which is a little bit modified. Uh-huh. And some of the things I like <laughs> that I wanted to put into my list. Yeah. Heck yeah. I want to have you talk about it and uh, tell everybody how it works and everything that's good about it. Absolutely. I'll go over like what Giratina is and what it can do. Um, Giratina is a big, huge monster Pokemon. It can operate off of the new Lost Zone mechanic, but its big selling point is that its attack for Grass Psychic Colorless, which sounds odd, but it's very easy to accelerate, does 280 damage, with the only drawback being put two energy attached to any of your Pokemon into the Lost Zone. So you can cycle. Just as a reminder to everybody as well. Like 280 is like the huge number if you're not playing TCG. If you hit 280 right now in the current TCG meta, that is the magic number and you will be able to do everything you could ever want. Yeah, all, pretty much all the V stars have 280 or less. So you're taking out every one of those. Uh, the next important V maxes have a little bit higher, but Mew is at 310, which is this 280 number plus one choice belt, which adds 30 damage. Um, the V maxes have something that they can. And you said you hate Mew. I know, I do, but it's not like multiplying by 20 math. This is 280 plus 30. <laughs> like, that I can do. That I am fairly confident. <laughs> that, that I can, that I can handle, but how many bench Pokemon are there? T- 20, 40, 60? No, that, no, that's stupid. <laughs> but Giratina's big point is that, is that it just does 280. Now, there are a couple ways to play Giratina to get that weird energy cost fixed. One way, is using the Lost Zone engine, which is kind of what the TPCI people seem to want you to do. Because yeah. there's an item called Mirage Gate that if you have seven or more cards in the Lost Zone, search your deck for two basic energy of different types and attach them to your Pokemon any way you want. So you get seven things in the Lost Zone, you throw down a Mirage Gate, you get the Grass and Psychic energy out of your deck and attach it to one Giratina, then all you have to do is attach one energy from hand, and it has from 0 to 100, it can attack this turn. There's ways to get cards in the Lost Zone. There's the Comfy, which is basically like an acro bike. Uh, you look at the top two cards of your deck, put one in your hand, put one in the Lost Zone. That accelerates to the Lost Zone to get to that 7 number. There's Korra's Experiment, a supporter card that came out in this set. Look at the top five put of your deck. Put three of them into your hand. Put the other two in the Lost Zone. You can cycle between Comfy in the active slot and get a lot of things that way. So you can very easily and quickly by turn, usually two, possibly one, get a lot of cards into the Lost Zone and be able to Mirage Gate really early. That's one way to do it. Um, the Lost Zone engine is very strong. It has been performing very well in online tournaments. Has it? So I haven't paid attention yes, to the tournament. Honestly. Yet. Honestly. It- yeah, it's been doing really well. People are figuring out the exact 60 you need and what other techie things you keep can an do. Eye on because that. Mirage Gate, Mirage Gate is super cool because it doesn't specify it has to be a V you attach to. It doesn't specify really anything else. So that the random tech attackers you can throw in, for example, I've seen and played around with one list that used an Empoleon V in the Lost Zone thing with a couple water energy. And that shuts down basic Pokemon abilities. So your Orangaroo, no. The Comfy? 
No. Turns all of those off. Even the Regi list, which it, you turn off the Regigigas and the Regidrago, so they lose their ability to do anything, and you can move energies around. It's cute what you can do with the Mirage Gate. You can also charge up the Radiant Greninja to do 90 to 2 things and take out two opponents opposing Comfy. It's very cute. It is cute. I, I like the Arceus variant better, though, currently. Yep, which is the one I'm going to talk about next. Those We've talked about Arceus until the cows come home, and Arceus is very good. It does 200 damage and attaches three basic energies from your deck to a Pokemon V. So you get Arceus charged up, you slap something with that Trinity Nova attack, and you have a Giratina on the bench already charged up for next turn. So Yeah, no, I like I like the Arceus variant better. I think it's just simpler. <laughs> The Arceus variant to me seems a lot less fragile, so that's good. You can also run it with a supplementary attacker, whether that's, I guess, flying Pikachu VMAX or other such things. You can do a lot more with it. Don't make me go buy a flying Pikachu. I really don't want to have to go buy a flying <laughs> I, Pikachu. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm going to try it. I'll report back. I'm in another tournament tomorrow, and yeah. I'm probably going to try this variant. I'll see what happens, because if I lose to a Radiant Charizard deck again, where that's their only attacker... I will have a conniption fit. <laughs> I saw that. So, I saw that. And I was just like, how did you lose to this? I was livid. <laughs> like I, I faced it and like I thought I thought looking at his deck because it's the open deck list thing. You see the deck your opponent's playing before you even flip your first card over online in this one. And I saw the, it was, their only attacker was like maybe the Inteleon that does 120 and 20 ping and the Radiant Charizard. And I'm like, OK, cool. All I have to do is find Lost City and I win. Because then it sends their one Radiant Charizard they can play to the Lost Zone. And I just like, well, cool. I never found the Lost City. There were two of them. None of them were prized. I never saw (laughs) (laughs) And this Charizard just completely ate my Giratina alive. And I was just sitting there livid because it's like, this should not happen. This is not allowed. (laughs) But had I had the Pikachu... Yeah, yeah. I also would have failed because the Inteleon could attack it, but <laughs> it would have been cool. Uh, but yeah, Giratina is incredibly strong. It is, you know, we mentioned earlier that the problem with the TCG in the Astral Radiance format was there was kind of a soft damage cap on what things that were good could really reach. Giratina blows that out of the water just by itself because it can, with a Choice Belt and a Radiant Halucha on VMAXs, hit 340. Which one-shots Qrem, it one-shots this Agron, it one-shots Duraludon if it doesn't have a big charm attached. It's wild, and it just makes it so a lot more things are at risk of being one-shot as opposed to two-shot. So that is Giratina, Giratina in a nutshell. Like I said, there's a couple ways to play it, and um, I've been really enjoying the Arceus build. I'm trying out the Lost Zone one. I don't like it as much, because with the Lost Zone, like you... You throw things in the Lost Zone and you can never get them back at all. There's no Ordinary Rod for the Lost Zone. They are gone for you for that match. Mm-hmm. I don't like having to make that micro decision five or six times a turn. It was that so just feels slow. bad to I've me. I've played against people who've done it and it's so slow. That too, because you're having to make these decisions three or times four times turn. every turn. Yeah, that's sad it's because it's such a cool It's mechanic. a lot. It's very mentally taxing. It is. It is. And if you're good at resource management and can more accurately determine like yep mm-hmm. i don't need this card ever again if you're better at that than i am you're probably going to be okay with a loss zone engine but i second guess i doubt myself a lot i 
I would not do well, especially in a tournament format where I'm ho- physically holding these cards and I may or may not have a good poker face. <laughs> I I do not want to play this in real life, so I'm just not practicing with it because I don't believe I would do well with it. Is is there any uh benefit to running the the loss zone mechanic over Arceus? Yeah, honestly, the amount of you could use the V star attack. <laughs> You can use the V-Star attack on Giratina, which I didn't even touch on. Giratina's V-Star attack, because all these V-Stars have a cool, like, big once-a-game attack they can do, or a power they can do. Giratina's Star Requiem, coolest attack name, by the (laughs) way. You can only use this attack if you have 10 or more cards in the Lost Zone. Your opponent's active Pokemon is knocked out. That's it. Knocked out. The effect of an attack, yes, but it's just knocked out. Now, there are some, like, some of the big chunkier decks that have big bulky Pokemon. For example, some Gudra are starting to run a tool card called Big Parasol. Oh, yeah. Which, if a lot of people probably won't know what that does. What it does is, if this Pokemon is attached, if this tool card, rather, is attached to the Pokemon in the active slot, so your front Pokemon, prevent all effects of attacks done to this Pokemon and Pokemon on your bench. So a big Pokemon holding a big parasol, you use Star Requiem and they just nod their head and say, okay, my turn now, because it doesn't do anything. Yeah. I'm just imagining this little Pokemon with a, with this tiny little umbrella. Big parasol. <laughs> like this, a sobble yeah, with an umbrella. Requiem Star Requiem. Just, like, just destroying everything except for that little, that little yeah. <laughs> three foot. The guy with the umbrella does have to be in the active slot, so kind of. But yeah, like, oh, I'm so sorry. But like that, uh, there's another one. There's the Sableye from this set that's also really good. If you have 10 cards in the lost zone with the Sableye, you can just drop 12 damage counters all over your opponent's field as wherever you want. But unless they have a big parasol on their active Pokemon, then nothing happens because it blocks it from not only the active, but your entire bench. They don't get to drop a damage counter anywhere. It's great. Here I am spread, spreading umbrella propaganda. I want to move on before you keep. Yeah, pushing. let's do. Let's talk the fun ones. <laughs> let's talk some fun oh, ones. I totally forgot about those. Yeah, I want to speed round this so that we're not yeah. an hour long episode. So there are some fun decks that came out of the Lost Origin, and I want to give them all honorable mention. Um, I'm actually sleeving it up right now, but Clefairy came out. Uh, Clefairy <laughs> very quickly. Um, you can pair this with uh, the Basque Legion that also came out in the set as well. The, those are the main engines of this deck because it's mostly just energy and like two supporters. <laughs> what does the Basque Legion do? Well, what does the Clefairy do? Then what does the Basque Legion do? The Clefairy has an ability called Moonwatching Party, which allows once per during your turn, if this Pokemon is in the active spot, for each of your bench Clefairy, you may search your deck for a Psychic Energy and attach it to that Clefairy, then shuffle your deck. Oh my god, for each of them? Yes, for each of them. So if you have one Clefairy out on the active uh, and you have three on the bench, those three on the bench get an energy. Oh my god. And then what you do is you just play a bunch of switches and air balloons and you just keep sh- cycling them on and off the bench. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And then they fill up with energy very quickly. And then their attack, uh, which is three colorless called Wonderstorm, does 20 times the number oh. of damage, psychic energy on the field on your side. No. <laughs> it's like Shadow Rider, but good. Oh no. <laughs> uh, yes. It's... uh. I mean, you could probably, you might be able to pair it with Shadow Rider, but it'd be bad. Yeah. You obviously play the Galarian Articuno from a previous set, which allows you when you put it on the bench, you can take oh. two cards from your, two psychic energy from your hand and just attach it to it. There is a Basque Legion from this set as well. So it, cause your Clefairy is a single prize with 60 HP. It's getting knocked out every turn. There is a Basque Legion though, 
from this set that for no energy, because it's a Hisuian Pokemon, can do an attack where it does 20 times the number of energy in your discard pile. Oh my god, it's the Volcarona V. It's the Volcarona V for no no energy. (laughs) No! And it shuffles them all back in. (laughs) No! And on top of that, you could just be running rescue carriers at the same time and like pulling the Clefairy out of the discard. Oh my god, yeah, because it's got less than 90 HP. You can use it. Oh, what the heck? (laughs) It's a fun deck. It's a fun deck. What the heck? I need to build this. You run, I'm like, literally sleeving it up right now. It's a fun deck. Do you run like 15 energy or 20 energy? 17. What? It's what I've been running. 17 energy? 17 is what I've been running. Oh my god. So yeah, that's that's Clefairy. Uh, next on the list is Finneon. I haven't played a lot of Finneon. That sounds, that sounds like a lot of fun. What's the Finneon? The Finneon is the one where it makes your Pokemon with Swim Freely attack for yeah, free. Yeah, and Luminion right? has that. Yeah. I think the big one's Dugong, right? Dugong, I believe, has that as well, yes. Uh, yeah, I think Dugong's your main attacker. It does not allow you to. It does not allow you to attack for free. Um, it, it the Affinion, what it does is, as often as you like during your turn, you may attach a, a water energy from your hand to one of your Pokemon that has a swim freely attack. But the Finneon's a base. Oh, so it's better. It's a little bit better than the Frostmoth. Okay, so you do have to run energy. Okay, got it. So it's like Frostmoth on a basic with anything with that attack name. Okay, yes, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, these are just quick decks, though, uh, that you could buy very cheaply and do whatever you want. Yeah. The next one I, is going to be Electrode V, and I think Basket knows more about it, so I'll let Basket quickly explain it. Yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> uh, it has an attack uh, for uh, no energy, um, and it's called Tantrum Bomb, and it's 100 times. This attack does 100 damage for each special condition that this Pokemon is affected by. So what you're doing, <laughs> what you're doing here, which is, like, very fun, very cheeky... Um, is you're using like, uh, like your draw options, like Bibarel or, uh, Peony, and you're looking for, um, cards that, that like make sure that Electrode will get, uh, like two or more special conditions. Um, then it can, uh, <clears throat> and so like it attacks with the, um, uh, the Tantrum Blast, which does the, the hundred damage for this each special condition, right? So you're just <laughs> stacking it on there. Um, and, uh, you've got like, the, the, the curry, sorry, sorry, uh, spicy seasoned curry and, uh, parasex exhaustion spores ability. Um, you can do, uh, and then you're using wind up arm to like make sure that, um, the electrode V can attack even though it's affected by a sleep. That's right. Cause the parasect, yeah, it puts you to sleep or paralyzes you or something. So otherwise you wouldn't be able to attack yeah. if you don't have the tool. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Think, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. And like, um, yeah, I just love the idea of like putting your we- weird like wooden electrode out there and like forcing it to sleep. <laughs> and then like, I don't know what you're doing. Like if it's asleep, like are you like picking it up and like throwing it? Like are you just you're, you're <laughs> you the trainer are just chucking this bomb at Are you playing kickball with this <laughs> electrode? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a fun little yeah, it's a fun I little love thing. it. Yeah, because that reliably, or semi-reliably, hits 300, right? And then poison is one of the other conditions yeah, Parasect yeah, yeah. does. So, so fire, I think it's the seasoned curry, and then the, um, uh, yep. The, the poison comes from, uh, I don't remember. The, I think it's burned with the seasoned curry. It's poison and sleep, or paralysis, one of the two. Uh, probably sleep. Poison and sleep with the Parasect. So that's 300. And I was wrong too. What makes this deck so much better? I thought it was going to have a problem because the seasoned curry also like heals, I don't know, 20 or something and then burns you. I thought you had to be slightly damaged before. You do not apparently. You can just play the curry for the, uh, 
even even if there's no damage on the electrode to quote unquote heal it and burn it at the same time. I was thinking I was going to be stuck playing Gape Jaw Bog <laughs> with this thing, but nope, you can just you could just play it. And um the other cool thing that's a really important element is the radiant Hisuian Sneezler, which increases if something's poisoned and takes damage, it increases the um ticks by two more damage points. So that, my friends, after everything is 330 on something. Goodbye, Q-Rim. You've been poisoned slash electrode-bombed <laughs> to death. Yeah, it's such a cute deck. It's a cute deck. I'll build it eventually when I finally decide to buy the electrodes. The only way you can get them right now, I think, is the full art version. You can only uh, get the full the art version. regular ver- art version's in a box. Yeah, it's going to be a promo instead, which is kind of dumb. Yeah, which are kind of kind of expensive for running four of. I think they're like five bucks a piece when I last looked. Oh, so the full that's, arts? Yeah. That's, yeah. I'll get it eventually. Now I want to find but, something. Yeah. I want to find a, um, a score bunny that I can like <laughs> put in here so I can imagine the score bunnies kicking in their face. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Sucker. I just want to make a couple of honorable mentions before we quit. Uh, there's some good cards that came out of this set that, uh, that are cards that became good. Just two of them that come to mind. One is Lost City, yeah. which we've mentioned before, which is a stadium that just lets you knock things into the lost zone, which you cannot retrieve them from. Uh, which kind of helps shut off things like Reg- Reggie's. I mean, I think both of these cards that I want to talk about briefly are just about shutting off Reggie's and Reggie's and single prizes. Reggie's so, and yeah. single prizes. Yeah. And those, those are the, which is fortunate slash that's unfortunate. Uh, so, uh, that's really good for knocking things out though, mostly for single prize decks that require you to grab things out of the discard. Uh, the other one is Empoleon V. Empoleon V has gotten a lot better. Um, it is from an older set, which said, I, uh, Battle styles, battle I think. styles, yes. Um, because I know it's e block. Uh, and it's in battle styles. It does allow you to. Um, oh my gosh, what's the word? It, it, it when it's out there, the, it, the ability. Yeah, the ability yeah. is all about stopping any non V basic Pokemon from having an ability. Of which now with this set, there are a ton out there. The comfy engine, the comfy engine. It shuts off the Clefairy, like we were talking about. It shuts off the Finian, like we were talking about. It shuts off Reggie's Rangaroo, Rangaroo. Yes. So this is Soul Rock. Definitely is a good card to have around. I would recommend. Yeah. It that. does have to be active, which kind of stinks. Yes, but it does have to be active. Sometimes you could run two, I guess, but I don't know how much I really want to play into that because, like, the way I see it is like it's a it's a tech card, right? Yeah, um, for sure. And I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, yes, let me keep, let me put in too much, dedicate too much space to a tech. Exactly. But it's, uh, it's definitely something to, uh, to look out for and think about. But yeah, that is going to be it. We got like a good 50 minutes here. So <laughs> enjoy your show, kids. Uh, I love it. Enjoy your competitive episode. Yes. It's the TCG this, this time. Okay. On that note, we're going to kick everything on over to the Pokemon of the episode. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> episode and welcome to the pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode is eternatus the gigantic pokemon the core on its chest absorbs energy emanating from the lands of the galar region this energy is what allows eternatus to stay active i hate that it's called the gigantic pokemon i didn't realize that was its classification i hate that i hate it i hate it it is it is the biggest it is the source of uh dynamax i guess i hate this uh i think how big is waylord again it's smaller than this thing even in its base form eternatus is big uh and its stats aren't bad either 140 hp 
Uh, 85 attack, who cares? 95 defense, that's pretty decent, especially with the poison dragon typing. Yeah, it's kind of handy. 145 special attack, which, based on this move pool, is used very well. 95 defense, special defense, great, and 130 speed. On top of that, it also is like, it, it just like Zacian and Zamzenta, is very good at anti-Dynamax. Yep. Which uh, gives gives it that ability on top of that, just because it has the uh, the attack Dynamax cannon, which is the dragon type move uh, to complement both Shield Bash or whatever it's called and Behemoth Blade. Behemoth Blade. Yeah. For record, Waylord is 47 feet long and Eternatus in its base form is 65 feet long. I did not know that. In its Eternamax form, it's 328 feet I long. I believe that. So it it is at in two counts the largest Pokemon currently out there. So we do have a BSS team this week for you guys that Sigma has sourced from Twitter. <laughs> um it is it, it's got a turn of this on it. A turn of this is holding a light clay. It's got pressure. Level 50, 204 HP EVs, 164 defense EVs, 140 speed EVs. Bold nature, just be bulky. Um, it is it got Dynamax Cannon, so it can hit hard on Pokemon that decide to Dynamax, because Dynamax Cannon doubles in power, just like Behemoth Blade does. A Mystical Fire to help drop special attacks. Light Screen and Reflect, because it's just a dual screen setter. And it's just, I, it's essentially just better than running Grimstarl for the most part in singles. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In terms of screen setting, so there you go. That's the turn of this. It's doing big. It's doing big things. Kieran White uh, is also on this team because we find we sourced a team specifically that did not have Zashin Kyogre or Feltole on it. <laughs> um, because that is the core of every single team in the meta right now. Yeah, uh, it's got its Turbo Blaze ability, eighty-four HP, one ninety-six special attack, two twenty-eight speed, timid nature because you got to go fast. Freeze dry because it's just a good move. Earth power because again it's just a good move when you go big. Fusion flare, good move. And sheer cold because when you go big, sheer cold actually turns into like the max hail. And it uh and honestly in BSS just having Oko moves is really nice because it always that means there's always a chance of you to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well you could just hit the 30%. I I when I started playing BSS again when they honestly killed OU on cart. I started playing BSS again, and I started running Oko moves again, and it feels better than it should. I know it's 30% accuracy, but it feels good. Like, it feels good. Like, when you land one, you're just like, mm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve this. I, de- I deserve this. I deserve this win. No, I deserve it because I took the risk, okay? That's why I deserve it. Yeah, exactly. Right? I deserve this. Totally. I I gambled. And it came out, it came out all thatch. <laughs> it came out all thatch. <laughs> I, I earned this. All right. So uh, take us, take, take the next two basket. All right. So we've got Groudon with leftovers, ability drought for the weather shenanigans. And then, um, uh, 12 HP for a reason. <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what the 12 HP is trying to save it from. It's probably. They're level fifty. They're level fifty, so it probably just throws off numbers a little. Or yeah, something. it probably know. it probably lets it survive something very exact. I don't that, know. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, for a reason. <laughs> uh, two hundred forty four attack and two hundred fifty two uh, speed, and then um, it's got a jolly nature because if you ain't first, you're last. Heck yeah! And then uh, it's got earthquake, stone edge, substitute, and bulk up. Um, Okay, that makes sense why it's got the leftovers, the substitute and bulk up. I get it now. I get it now. 
Mm-hmm. Who knows? Left that twelve HP might be a lefty's it number. It could be. It could Let be. Let me see. It could be for leftovers. It could be for leftovers. That that is very true. Um, and while he's looking that up, I'm going to continue on here. Um, we've also got a Xerneas with a choice band ability Fairy Aura. Uh, 252 attack, four special defense, 252 speed, jolly nature again. Oh, it's physical. It's physical. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's got play rough, close combat, rock slide and horn leech. That's really cool. I love physical Xerneas. I don't think I ever played with a physical Xerneas before. I did it. I've done it once or twice. And it was a lot of fun. It's got the same attack stat as special, so why not? It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, in Dynamax, you could just go big and max max. Uh, yeah, punch. Oh my gosh, how do I not remember any of the Dynamax move names today? Max Knuckle. Max Knuckle. Max Knuckle. That's it. That's it. I've already I've already started wiping them from my head. And by the way, the uh, Groudon is a leftovers number. So I believe that it gives it an extra point of healing. Nice, nice. I like that. All right, Seth, take us home with. Yeah, this, these last two. I will take you home with the last two definitely legendary mons. We've got first, Galvantula, holding a Focus Sash. The ability is, of course, Compound Eyes. EVs are 44 HP, 252 Defense, and 212 Speed with a Jolly Nature. That is apparently to outspeed Garchomp, so be... Yep. Let you know there. Move set of Thunder Wave, Sticky Web... Lunge and String Shot. Oh my gosh, String Shot. <laughs> Lowering stats left and right. String Shot hits both opponents, lowers their speed drastically. This is, a, this is a BSS team, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> Oh, it is? Oh yeah, singles. Never mind. It hits one opponent and lowers its speed. Sticky Web is annoying. So It's good. It's, the String Shot's good for uh, for Landorus exactly, though, because Sticky Web doesn't affect it if it switches in and out. Yep. Uh, yep. So String Shot will actually lower the speed on the Landorus. Mm-hmm. And then if you have something in front of you that's boosted a lot and want to get rid of it, we have an answer for you. That answer is Mimic You holding a red card. Level is 50, of course. EVs are 220 attack, 68 defense, and 220 speed. That is to outspeed Landorus Therian with a jolly nature. And move set is Phantom Force, Will-O-Wisp, Thief, and Curse. Mimic You is a great Pokemon to have the red card on. Woo. Yes. Ooh, and that's Ghost Curse, too, so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that one's fun. I was thinking, like, why does it want to lower its speed? And then I then I had two brain cells put rub themselves together, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's a ghost type. It's damage. Good to know that they're still there, Seth. I really like this team. Like, it's it's really interesting. It's fun. Like, with this, it's cute. Yeah, with this many legendaries, normally I'm like, bleh. But, like, they got really cool little uh, uh, things they're doing. It's cool. It's, they're all cute. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, I like that they got a Galvantula and a Mimikyu on it. I've w- looked at a lot of these teams recently, and this one makes me the happiest. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, if you want these shiny, make sure you join our Patreon. We will give out the shiny versions of them this week, and we'll update for the ones last week, too, because that just did not get to it. So, uh, <laughs> on that note, though, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink. Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! 
And if you're new to this segment or new to the show, this is where we read emails. You can send them in to us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Let us know what you think. I don't remember what the mailbag question was last week. I definitely forgot to say one during the show, and I did not get to make the post for the show because my internet was being weird. <laughs> I assume that's why we only got one email this week. That would make sense. We got one email uh, today from Sandrew. Nice. Sandrew. Nice. I'm going to call him Sandrew. I like Sandrew. I want to go ahead and read it uh, here a little bit. But if you want to email us next week at PucklePodcast.gmail.com, let us know what you think of Lost Origin or let us know what you think about Pokemon Stadium coming to Nintendo Switch Online. We'd love to hear your opinions on that. So without further ado, let's jump into this email from Sandra. Hello, Puckalonians. How are you doing? I am doing fine. I love that he answered his own question. I, too, am doing fine, my friend. I Thank you for asking. Thank you, comrade. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm still waiting for my car to come back from the body shop. It's been like almost a month now since I've been hit. I'm driving this little goodness. Gracious. I'm driving this little Nissan Versa that I'm pretty sure if I just put a sail on it and put it in neutral, I could just sail everywhere because it's that light. <laughs> wow. You know, Thatch, there was a question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> I love listening to your podcast with the most attention going to the trivia segment in Pokemon of the Week. I, I Whoa, somebody likes that segment. Um, nice. Uh, I hope my recent, recently submitted questions made some contestants sweat. I am currently on a oh. backlog and ca- catching, on episode, catching, back, catching up on episodes, so I have still some ways to go. Hopefully not going backwards, please. <laughs> this is not why I'm writing this email, though. Also, because I'm not writing about the mailbag question, rather something more recent and topical, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 coming to the Switch, as announced in the Nintendo Direct last Tuesday. My view on the upcoming Nintendo Switch Online service is currently 50%. Wait, is that a negative 50%? Uh, Yikes. There is, uh, there is a simple reason for this. The small message shown at the Nintendo Direct, Pokemon cannot be transferred to these games. This sadly eliminates for me the whole point of playing either of the titles. The main focus of these games are Pokemon battles and make the Pokemon battles with your friends more engaging than battling via link cable. In some cases, you can gain access to Pokemon you would, could not uh, could not through regular gameplay in red, blue, or green. With the Without the capabilities of emulating Pokemon Game Boy games, you're stuck in mini games or rental teams which are, for the latter, uh, to put it nicely, not competitively viable. <laughs> rental teams are <laughs> rental teams are garbage. They purposely make them bad. Like, the Pokemon, like, always have at least, like, one bad thing about them. Like, if it's, yeah. like, a fully evolved Pokemon, usually the move pool sucks, but if it's not fully evolved, it'll have a good move pool. It's awful. It's the chance to give you an opportunity to learn. And make you not able to beat the game. Yes. <laughs> um, exactly. You know what's worse, too, is, like, if you even if you do play with rentals, Let's say you play with rentals and you do somehow manage in Pokemon Stadium 1, for example, complete Gym Leader Tower. They do give you a Pokemon at the end of that that will just sit in a box somewhere on Pokemon Stadium. Wow. Um, like waiting to be transferred to a game. Like, Rip. yeah, right? Rip indeed. It also makes like th- makes entire areas of that game like unusable, like Professor Oak's lab in both of them, completely Oof. unusable. Because that requires a game pack to like do anything in. So neat. Yeah, I don't. It, it seems very odd to me that they put these games out there without trying to come up with a way. I mean, we have been asking for like the mini games, right, to come back, and I'm sure that's the reason they brought this up. Was like, hey, you could play the Pokemon Stadium mini games because it's way easier for us just to emulate the game than to just like repackage the mini games into something. The part of me, part of me hopes, and I don't know the like coding things behind this yeah. that this would take, but part of me hopes that this means that we'll get 
the uh, old games and things like that, the, the Game Boy Color, whatever, advanced yeah. things on an emulator on there somehow, and maybe then it will communicate. That would be cool. Maybe it's a work down the line. I'm wondering if that's what it means, because there were rumors, like I said at the news, that they had that yeah. they had put in the functionality into the emulator. And I'm wondering if this is just like a placeholder until they want to announce like, hey, Game Boy games are coming to NSO. We are going to yep. we're going to give you these and Pokemon's going to be on NSO. And it'll and it'll be able to transfer at that point. Like, that would be cool. That would be awesome. That's what I'm wondering if that's why it's there. And I'm it not you to buy two games. A hundred percent. Uh, honestly, the I haven't paid for the NSO upgrade to give me N64 games for so many reasons. I, I have a yeah. lot of problems with NSO. Like, I would pay for NSO if they put on Pokemon Red and Blue and let me connect it to Pokemon Stadium. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Yep. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah. I have all the original hardware and I do it now that way. But like, it's, I mean, there's no way to really enjoy that that those games without having the original hardware right now, which is kind of a bummer. And there's kind of a market for it with the... uh 3ds thing shutting down yeah no there is a market for it and i think they should i think they might just be delaying the announcement of that until probably closer to pokemon day or something like that yeah yeah off the the top of your guys's heads do we know like what would be like the best one as far as rental i don't know none (laughs) i've never played this game other than like for 30 minutes total in my entire off the top of my head i don't know the answer for rental teams because i don't play with rental teams i purposely play red and blue so that I can get around using them. <laughs> There's so many better teams that you could use instead. So many better teams. But yeah, I, I'm really hoping that they. I'm really hoping that they do something about this. I. It is kind of a bummer. At least we get the mini games, which is something. I'm, I'm something in big, big quotes. But yeah. I. I don't know. Like I have an N64. I'll just play it there. And honestly, an N60 N64 is not that expensive right now. You mm-hmm. could like go buy an N64 um, on eBay or something. I think if you just want like a stock one, because I, I think to myself all the time, like, oh, N64s are expensive. But then I go, oh, no, just the stupid stuff that you want, Thatch. Those are what are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into console modding. And so there's actually a uh, there's actually like an N64 um, like mod you can do to get it to go out to HDMI. And oh. but because of the chip shortage, it's stupid oh. expensive. Like we're talking a couple yeah. hundred dollars just to get the chip. And that's not even to get it to get to install it. So you have to like you can install it yourself, which I'm slowly becoming proficient at. I am not <laughs> super proficient at it. I have soldered to the CPU on like a Game Boy Advance before, but soldering to the CPU on an N64, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that would be scary to me. Yeah, right now you can buy a copy of Pokemon Stadium for the N64 for thirty five dollars on eBay, wow. and you can get an N64 with four controllers. It looks like for like a hundred and twenty, you can get one with like one controller for like a little under a hundred, but uh, which isn't too bad. It at least lets you play Pokemon. <laughs> That's a thing. At least lets you play Pokemon. So definitely think about that. Definitely think about I would, that. I would All right. Most about the price. Is pretty- yeah, they're actually they're not crazy right now. Like they aren't crazy. Like like I said, Pokemon Stadium One you can get for about thirty five bucks. If you want like Super Smash Brothers, um, it is like twenty bucks. Like as long as you're not trying to buy like in box games, pretty reasonable. Um, another thing you can always do is they do have like an R4 equivalent for the N64 where you could just like download ROMs and just play it that way, which I know <laughs> somebody might like stab me for saying, but like you could do that. I mean, tell me how that's any different than what Nintendo's doing is other than selling you. They're just selling you a ROM. Yeah. So you just do that. 
you could you could do either. But yeah, some of the games are expensive, but then you get it on OG hardware and you can play with that really disgusting controller. <laughs> well, I think for sparking the most discussion, this guy definitely gets the green torch. Oh, uh, he but... definitely does because he's also the only email. But we would have given it to you anyways. <laughs> We're not done yet. Oh. <laughs> Those are games which you can not simply dump on service only. Puzzle League or Snap as they do not need access to cartridges to gain the full experience. The emulated versions of red, green, and blue, and yellow, gold, silver, and crystal should be have been added first. I kind of agree with that sentiment, actually. As we have seen on the 3DS, they do not need the stadium games. The stadium games, on the other hand, need access to those, so it may have been better to keep it off the surface a while longer. Sorry about the whining, but I really wanted to get my thoughts across. I have no hard feelings if this mail does not end up in the mailbag. Well, it did. Jokes on you. Jokes on you. You're the only one that made it. (laughs) You can't tell us what to do. We're going to read your email harder than ever. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens in the future. They might add it. I can see this as like, I kind of see this as like signaling that it's going to happen and that one Nintendo didn't know what else to actually put in. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I don't think they knew what else to put in to the N64 library, honestly. Because, like, they, yeah. they didn't just announce Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, by the way. They also announced, like... They right, also, it was a bunch yeah, of Yeah, they them. announced, like, GoldenEye, like, was coming, which is, I think, a much bigger deal. And also Pokemon! Yeah, I think that I think that's what it is. And so, I think they were just like, hey, because this is, like, this is, like, one of the classic, like, damned if you do, damned if you don't type deals. <laughs> exactly. Because everybody was complaining about Nintendo being really bad about announcing which games were coming up on nintendo switch online yep. and then they did they've like laid out like the next four or five months and then they complain about ah! but then i can't transfer my pokemans <laughs> i don't feel like i have lost anything because one this wasn't something that i was hoping would happen and two mm-hmm. it's uh it's not something that i i expect them to fix anytime soon yeah all right then well thank you for that sandrew Sandrew, uh, you are going to be getting the Green Taurus badge on the server. We will find you. We will give it to you. Woo-hoo! If we don't, just message us and we'll give it to you. I should say message a mod. Message a mod and they'll give it to you because if you message me, I will forget. <laughs> yeah. Do not message me. <laughs> Go ahead. Send a message. We will get you taken care of. All right. On that note, though, if you want to email us next week, like I said, just send us an email. What do you think about the N64 nonsense uh, with Stadium 1 and Stadium 2? And what do you think about uh, Pokemon Lost Origin? If you're playing the TCG or do you want to play the TCG because we got super excited about it for the past hour and a half or scream at us because we guessed correctly that Aggron's going to win this week. Dude, if Agron uh-huh. if wins, I'll be happy. I don't think it's going to happen. I know. The most likely scenario is Arceus wins uh, in an Arceus v. Arceus matchup. Well, Arceus Aggron. <laughs> Arceus still wins. Arceus Pika. Arceus Pika. I'll make that clear. Arceus Pika will win. Arkachu. Ark Welder. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, go check out our social media over Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, and as well as TikTok, I guess. Um, you can also, of course, Woo! go over to our Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, where I try to stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, but life keeps happening. Uh, I, sh- I This week, I'm looking forward, and I'm looking forward, and I don't see a difference. <laughs> I signed up for late night for on Tuesday, so I'm hoping to be able to stream late night at 7 o'clock eastern one of us one of us <laughs> that's not one of us i've i would have done this anyway seth i would have done this anyway you were just the catalyst one of us <laughs> you're just the catalyst i probably would have i probably would have started doing it probably in like in, at the launch of scarlet and violet Gweeble, uh, yeah i probably would have done it but you can also of course uh check us out on youtube youtube.com slash puckle podcast uh you can of course also uh support the show best way to do so is to go to patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast we really appreciate your support but don't feel any need to do it 
Uh, it helps us do some awesome stuff around here. Helps us do some giveaways, stuff like that. Uh, and in addition to that, you get some Pokemon. So what what better than that? Um, and soon, I think we'll be doing uh, exclusive Game Corner episodes over there. So keep an eye out for that. Woo. Yeah, I know. On that note, we are going to go kick it on over to the end of the show. That was the wrong exit. Uh, here in the Lavertown Radio Tower, I've been Trainer Thatch. <laughs> I've been Basket. And I've been Seth Vilo. And it's closing time.